0: Health is about more than just staying fit. And with every year that goes by, I'm becoming more and more fascinated by how what we eat can impact our health and our potential, with a particular focus on gut health and the gut microbiome. It's not just what I eat either, it's how I eat too. It's all connected. That's why I've developed my own Number One Living drinks brand. Number One Living is based on this idea, the simple notion that by putting our well-being first and improving the quality of what we put into our bodies, we get more out of life. My range of kombucha drinks are full of bacterial life cultures, designed for a happy and healthy gut. They're sugar-free, vegan and naturally sourced, so you can feel great on the inside and enjoy life on the outside. Choose from refreshing raspberry, passion fruit or our award-winning ginger and turmeric kombucha. The Number One Living range is widely available in Sainsbury's, Holland & Barrett's and Boots stores and online at numberoneliving.com. Grab yours today. Okay, on with the show. Sport has shown me that I could not think my way into or through a great performance. I could only think myself away from it. It was a simple decision between either thinking about it or truly living it. There was no and option because when it comes to the zone, it's an either or. You need to let go. There are coaches everywhere nowadays in business, in sport, happiness coaches, there's life coaches too. There's just about a better coach for everything. Some, though, seem to have access to a secret dimension of wisdom. They just seem to know the answers. These ones we call gurus. My guest this week is Dr. Dave Allred, and for me during my career, he was exactly that, a total guru. He had this uncanny ability to read a situation and just know exactly what was required to liberate enjoyment and confidence and all the things from me that I never knew I even had. In this chat with Dave, I get a chance to finally explain what a difference he made to me. He also gets to let me know some of the secrets behind those methods of his. We definitely make the most of this opportunity to share and compare how our outlooks have continued to evolve since our working time together many years ago. There's a little bit of technical jargon thrown into this one too, so don't be surprised if there's a few words in there you you don't quite get. Most of it's surrounding our training sessions together that Dave and I did. So when you hear him talking about red kicks or red zone kicks, then know that these were kicks that we were looking for 100% success rate. That was why they were called red zone kicks. They were in the red zone. You should be knocking them over. They were must gets. When he mentions narrows, he's talking about narrow angles. And these were kicks we used to do very close to the goal line, which meant we were aiming at a tiny narrow slip between the two posts. And we call those narrow angles. So back to Dave, and he brings players and coaches into contact with a space and level of performance that defies their own logic. And therefore, that logic has to break down, along with the beliefs and limitations underneath it all. He's able to do this, I think, because he's actually on the same journey as those he helps. Quite willingly, he's putting himself under the same conditions. He's hungry to learn, desperate to grow, and constantly challenging himself. One thing I can say for absolute sure is the search for all he can be is still well and truly on. Dave's exploration has already seen him working with International Rugby Union teams, including England's World Cup Champions squad, the Lions too, on three occasions, but Great Britain Rugby League as well, America's Cup sailing, numerous premiership soccer teams, England cricket he's been involved in two golf rider cups British Olympics with the judo Australian rules football polo skiing and he's worked with a wealth of individuals who you may have heard of and if you haven't you can know that in rugby and golf some of these in fact most of these have become recognized unofficially but also officially as absolute world leaders in their discipline during his time with them and I thankfully too have been granted access to this wealth of experience for so many amazing years. But it was actually, I think, access to what belongs uniquely to Dave Allred that made and continues to make the real difference for me. His way of coaching, connecting with whoever he is helping, it may seem simple, but it's
1: so, so powerful. I found very quickly that if I kept that model of being next to them, when I taught, I actually got a lot more response. And the kind of metaphor that I've used, so much so that it's habit now, and I don't even think about it. Even when I'm coaching, very rarely, if I'm coaching with individuals, do I coach in front of somebody. I don't tell them, give them orders, and all the rest of it. I try and coach next to them, And so metaphorically, we're looking at the person's performance as a third party. And then we can both have input, and we can both be objective. And I found that that illustrated my respect. Dave
0: knows there's just no limit upon what anyone is capable of. And he really subscribes to the idea that we can all be better than our previous selves. It is a journey, therefore, without end, and one of boundless possibility that has to include at some point the realisation of even our most lofty goals, if the energy and desire remains. That's what he brings, that inevitability. Pretty much all of those that have worked with him will also be able to testify to this.
1: I think that you're right to say, do I know somebody's potential? No, I don't. But it's better than they are now and that's all that's all that matters and and there is a journey that we go on and i try and say that even to the golfers you know we're not going to we're not aiming to win tournaments we're aiming to get on a journey of constant consistent improvement that you're better than your previous self and on the way to doing that you will start winning tournaments
0: so it's all about breaking down these limiting beliefs that make up our idea of who we are and the world in which we live. Dave and I get to discuss this in great detail. He knows, and I guess I've experienced too, that when we dissolve the boundary between the doer and what is attempting to be done, all we're left with is just the doing and a fully integrated involvement in the process. Gone is the trying, gone is the pressure, all the thinking, all the idea of surviving, and suddenly we enter into that realm of, effortless allowing of somehow just knowing almost expecting things to happen exactly as you wish it's kind of an experience of total oneness uh, of flow of clarity and of joyful engagement we've mentioned this a few times in the podcast before it's
1: being in the zone I think the thing is we in our desire to achieve kick the goal whatever it is okay we sometimes get in the way of ourselves. And I just think sometimes put it down, walk away, dun 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 bang, right through the middle. Okay, so inside me, I've got it. All I have to do is to find it. I don't have to relearn it. I don't have to be worried too much. This was a classic for me.
0: No matter how many times I saw the ball doing what I wanted it to do in my practice, I always found a way to support a fearful, distrusting story about the next kick. For some reason, my head was full of self-sabotaging thoughts and ideas. But when Dave narrowed me in on the detail, focusing me so intently upon the process, I became beautifully lost in that rather than lost in my mind. But there is another fundamental part to this brilliance of Dave that really counted for me. Deeper than the visual and even the mental is the feeling space. And Dave bases so much of his work in this area. Here, I found access to something far more powerful than anything else. And the more aware and sensitive I became of what I was experiencing internally in all these kicks and and other skills I was performing, then the more capable I became of using some kind of immense intelligence that belonged to this feeling to help me manifest exploits that Definitely rocked my worldview because in this awareness and this connection is where major leaps in growth and possibility lie. Dave knows this, and so he makes it a major part of his coaching to constantly direct players inwards and get them to connect to this zone where things get really, really
1: interesting. I find that if I have to demonstrate something and I have to, you know, at least hit it 50 meters or something. I I forget about what I'm trying to do, and I just know how I want it to feel. And and it's a kind of a short circuit. You know, I don't tell anybody that, but I, I know what it's going to feel like if I do it right. So this is how I want it to feel. What I align it to, if you can imagine a, a batsman going out to, to bat, and he's just warming up. He's got his pads on and everything. And you say to somebody, right, just give me some throwdowns." And the batsman will say, I quote, I just want to get my eye in. Well, actually nothing could be further from the truth because he cannot physically see where the ball is hitting his bat, but he can feel it. And he just wants to feel that powerful half volley. So he knows the feeling that he wants. And the feeling dictates the technique. And I find that with so many other things, the same with chipping, which is another area in golf, which is sometimes people find nightmarish, is actually saying, well, how do you want it to feel? And you sort of say that, and then it's taken away, so, well, I'm interested in it, I just don't want to scuff it, or I don't want to thin it, or, you know, and already you suddenly r- rumbled, look, You're never going to hit this cleanly if you're trying to avoid thinning it or scuffing it.
0: Sport has shown me that I could not think my way into or through a great performance. I could only think myself away from it. It was a simple decision between either thinking about it or truly living it. There was no and option because when it comes to the zone, it's an either or. You need to let go. It wasn't all smiles all of the time, but at the end of each and every session with Dave, I always felt so much more like me, back to feeling like I was more than enough. It was like he was helping me come back towards myself, and a movement in that direction is a connection to potential, and it's always a joyful experience. So we talk a lot about how this came about in the interview, and how it was part of a conscious process for Dave. From this position of just feeling great about who I was, I couldn't help aspiring, wandering, feeling gratitude, and being ready to explore. I couldn't help but be at my best. So Dave helps unlock new doors with people. It's what he does. And he loves to hand over the keys best he can too. He wowed me when I first met him back in 1996 as a 16 year old, and he continues to wow me now over a
1: quarter of a century later but that I guess is growth for you. The skill of managing other people's learning and getting to understand their map of reality is a never ending challenge. And, you know, even with the people that I see that I am that I know pretty well, uh, I still look at myself and go, right, could I have done that a bit better? Could I have said that a little bit better, but uh, yeah. I, I don't think there'll ever be enough And I don't mean that in the, you know, I want more, I want more, I want more. I think the learning and learning with learners to become more effective learners, I think is never ending. I I think people are individuals. Every time you come across somebody, they're slightly different. They interpret things differently. They go to a different school or university, or they play for a different club and so on. And within there, there's the kind of the cultural bit. And I just find the whole thing just fascinating. And I I kind of look at people, I go, whoa, how good is that? And then only a nanosecond afterwards, but how good could they be? thank you
0: so much for being here with me on this journey i really hope you enjoy this interview coming up on thursday with dave Aurid and that you can take something from it whether you're involved in sport or not let me know what's resonating with you let me know also where you'd like to see the podcast go in the future if there are areas you want me to expand upon or explore in tell me what you'd like to know more about what are some of the biggest barriers to human potential in your eyes in any case, thanks again for the support, your interaction, your contributions. As I keep saying, they make such a difference. I'm Johnny Wilkinson. This is the I Am Podcast.